This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Win, lose, or draw, McDelivery will always help bring home the free points. And speaking of points, order now on the McDonald's app and you'll earn reward points through every delivery. Order today, rewards tomorrow. You in? Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards, registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to the Blues Focus podcast. Uh, today I'm joined with Jamie and Zach. Good to meet you boys again. Hello. hello. So today we are going to be discussing the Preston game, which has just gone by. Uh, some of the protests that took halfway uh, took up during the game, uh, as well as the Blackburn game in the FA Cup, uh, which is on the 28th, is it, if I'm not mistaken? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, that's right. And um, also some of the protests as well that might be arranged for the West Brom game, which is a big topic of discussion at the moment at the Blues. Uh, so let's talk about the Preston game first, though, because that was... Diabolical to say the least. Uh, Zach, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, it was. Um, I always try and be somewhat positive uh, and look for things that are good, but at the moment I'm really struggling. Yesterday was horrendous, um, particularly first half. In the second half, we dominated the ball a bit more, but that's natural because Preston had two goals up. They were always going to sit a bit deeper um, and let us keep the ball. We did have a lot of the ball second half. We did very, very little with it. Um, Overall, it was just another horrific game, and it's poor performance after poor performance at the moment, isn't it? Um, mm. The goal was decent. I thought Djukovic did really well to get up to it. Um, he was good when he came on, as well as George Friend, probably our two two best players yesterday. And, you know, they're the two older lads, aren't they? So, once again, you know, frustrating. Preston, they're an average side. They're having an average season. They looked average yesterday. A few times we've played teams that are lower down, like... Um, Oh, I'm trying to think of an example. I thought when we played Wigan. Hull, they looked quite good. Wigan, I thought they looked decent. We've played teams lower down who have looked good when they've won and probably deserved it. Yesterday, I don't think Preston were anything special. They had their two chances at, at the start where they got both goals. But other than that, it was not a whole lot from them. So, losing again to an average side. We're playing awful at the moment. Yeah, just another depressing day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jamie, thoughts? Yeah, so, what the fuck can you say? You've... 2-0 down 15 minutes into a game of football at home, like which is meant to be obviously the massive day for the unfortunate events and the special kit we were wearing and the whole day just capitulated in 15 minutes flat. We didn't look up for it in the first half. We didn't go for any second ball. We didn't press. We didn't do anything. And it is fucking unforgivable to concede a header at the near post from a corner. Unforgivable defending, that is. I, no, that is just shite, isn't it? We were, we just didn't we looked clueless. We finally changed to a four four two, and we all got so excited and going, "Yes, fuck me, we're going for it." 
and we were yeah. shit. You probably see why he plays three centre backs now because we are fucking diabolical at defending at the minute. Yeah, I I I I agree. I think um, when I saw the team posted, I thought, oh, this is the best team we've put out yeah. in ages. It looks brilliant. We had Kedra, who actually I thought he was good yesterday. For yeah, Kedra, he tried. Very good. Um, a bit of pace on the wing, actually taking the game to players and looking to um, dribble and you know just take on take on players, which we don't see enough at Blues. I thought he was good. Other than that, yeah, defensively at the moment we're just capitulating, aren't we? I mean, pre World Cup, I think we had a plus four goal difference. Now we're on what minus five? Ridiculous. To... We're leaking in so many goals, aren't we? It just seems to be the same run of form we always go after Christmas, doesn't it? It never seems to ever change really it's really frustrating to see mm-hmm. yeah, it's how just... have we how have we gone from we could be in playoffs to fuck me here we go again it's it's relegation dogfight now because the team isn't stable enough and we don't have enough backup and we don't have enough money to bring in players who are going to put in those positions we're having to rely on players who we've got for a certain amount of time loan players and then the worry of them getting injured and then having to play players out of position like Jordan Graham at left wing back. That's the real reason we're not I'd, confident about it. I'd argue, and I've seen a few people speak about this, I'd argue that these are the same group of players that pre-World Cup were putting in superb performance after superb performance. We beat two QPR 2-0. We beat Bristol City 3-0. We were playing well each game. Mm-hmm. Very little in that Blues team has changed. Yes, George Hall's been injured, Harley Dean's been injured, but we've brought in Kedra, we've got Kevin Long, you know, he's come in. Not much about Blues has changed pre-World Cup to now. So why all of a sudden is the team capitulating and not picking up results? This is, I've seen people say, oh, the owners this, the owners that. Yes, inherently, overall, the owners, of course, are destroying our club. You can see that when you're not a Blues fan. But our last five games have been dismal. And Eustace and the players do have to take some responsibility for that because this team was fine before the World Cup. So what's going so wrong now? I don't know if you guys have an answer for that, but everything's um, just capitulated, hasn't it? Well, I don't know about you, Jamie. I just feel like the players might need a bit of a rest, really, because they've been playing. Austin Trusty's been playing every single minute this season. As an ace, he played in the cup game. I mean, how many games have we played this season? Is it like 20? 25 or something like that yeah um i don't know just some of those players they who players like trusty you know like they work they work hard as well so i feel like they might just need a rest they bakuna clearly needs a rest you know i think that's something that um because he a player of his talents i mean the start of the season he was on fire but you're looking to it now and you think yeah he's probably a bit tired but also as well like um they're good players and all, but they're not the best players in the championship as well. So I feel like some of their ability might be a little bit overestimated. Um, I feel like with players like Bakuna, he's, he's, he's at us for a reason. Same players with Chong and Hannibal and players like that, even though Hannibal's on loan. I feel like we, we you know, they are good players, but they're not the best players is pretty much what I'm trying to get out there. Yeah. Mm, like, I mean, you say tired though. I'm sure Preston players are tired. I'm sure... Hull, I'm sure every team, and you know, we we played the same amount of games, and you know, it's not as if we don't have. Life isn't great, but we've got players who can come on in the 60th minute, 70th minute. In Djukovic, in Alfie Chang, in you know George Hall once he's fully fit. There are players. Yes, they're not the best, but there are players on that bench to come on. We do have the ability to rotate. Longolo wasn't even in the 
you know, the on the bench yesterday, we've got Jordan Graham, who's, yes, not doing the best at the moment, but, you know, can do a decent job when he's on his day. So we've got those backup options and we've got those players that can start. I think, every, you know, we've, we've played the same games as every team in the Championship. All players, I'm sure, are tired. We've just had the World Cup break. You know, games aren't too relentless at the moment. I, I wouldn't use tired as an excuse. I think footballers, you know, have to cope with playing three games a week sometimes because that's just how the championship is. Burnley, look at them. I'm sure they're tired. They've lost twice all season. Do you mm. know what I mean? I just, I don't think tiredness is an excuse. I don't know though because it's like, it's still a lot of games and they have had to play a lot of games this season. Mm. And whether they're fully fit as well. Scott Hogan doesn't look fully fit. Fully fit. No, he so, you know, starting him yesterday. Again, that's why I thought I thought Djokovic should have started because yeah. he came on, changed the game. Yeah. Too late game. again. That's what, that's, what that's what I'm saying. If he'd have started, I don't think... We definitely had created more chances. But as well, I don't think we'd have messed up those chances to concede from as well because I think Kadra could have had like an option in Duke to get it into the box and head it down and there'd be a, something in there to stop it from going in, you know. But Oh, God, yeah. Like, Dini did nothing yesterday. I yeah, did, he's, he's didn't notice him at all. No, he's been very quiet the last few games, Deeney. So's Hogan. Maybe they're not getting the service, um, but then the best strikers are able to bring themselves into the game regardless of service or not, aren't they? So, True. yeah, I, True. I, I've, every player on the pitch just isn't performing at the moment. I mean, can you think no. of one player who's doing well at the moment? <laughs> I can't, still can't yeah. blame Rudy for anything. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. Oh. I mean... The goals he's let in recently can't really be to blame for any of them. I mean, the goals yesterday were two he could have done nothing about. So aside from Ruddy, I can't really think of anyone else who consistently every single week is is performing well. Do you want to just Do touch you your microphone, Jamie? Because it's gone a bit crackly again. Yeah. Yeah. Djukovic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's done well every time, even the yeah. Middlesbrough game where we lost 3-1. He didn't have a bad game. We weren't getting any fucking service around him. Played yeah, to the no. guy's strengths. I agree yeah. with that. I think Djokovic has been fantastic. He's been fantastic for years. Start, I think... him. Start him against Blackburn. Was that his 60th goal for the club yesterday? Yeah. I'm mm. pretty sure. Is that joint with Treasure Trevor Francis now? Not joint, but the first one since Trevor Francis to get to 60. Yeah, yeah. I knew there was something along those lines. Okay, I mean, fair play to him. I, I Yeah, I agree with Djukovic. I mean, people have said Bielik just doesn't look the same at the moment. Doesn't Do you he need the rest? Again, this is what I'm saying. This is like they look tired. They don't look like they're players that... Like when you consider where we played them against them, against Preston away, that performance was incredible. It was absolutely heroic. Bielik was like and he was half it. Yeah, exactly. Man Mountain, the whole team just pulled together. They pressed from the front. We got a goal. We held up for a 1-0. We probably could have won by more. You see how much has, how much has changed since... When, mm. when when was it? September, that game? You know, like, we're in January now. A lot has changed in that team mentality. But, like, we just don't pull along in the same way. But why and, are we tired and other teams aren't? don't seem tired? We don't I have don't... players to replace them, though, do we? Yeah. Confidence right. as well. Mm, we, got, no, we, we didn't look yeah. confident yesterday at all. Mm. No, Chong, no. Chong was where the fuck was Chong yesterday? Mm. No, I do agree. One, that, he was yeah. terrible. I know I love yeah. Chong, but I think he was shite yesterday. I'm sorry to say it. Can, I thought Maxine Collin offered yeah. more. Maxine Collin offered more as a right back than he did as a fucking winger. Yeah, I, you can say it for every 
player, every single Birmingham City player on that pitch over the mo at the moment, by probably John Ruddy, because there's not a lot you can do about any of the goals he's letting lately, or Djukovic. Djukovic is doing well. Aside from those two, you could say every player on that pitch isn't pulling their weight at the moment. Everyone looks off it. No one looks up for it. Um, even just like small details, like the amount of times yesterday uh, Long would pick up the ball in the centre of defence and just play it long. The amount of times we try the long pass and it doesn't work is insane. I swear our game plan is to pick up the ball at the back, and it's been this way for years, and distribute it wide. Like, we've done it off kickoff countless times when we come mm. back to the defence, hoof it up the pitch, leaves oh, nothing. So Hannibal, Hannibal Mabry, and I said this yesterday, is more than capable of dropping into that midfield, picking up the ball, and taking it forward for us. Because if a player presses him, that means there's going to be another player free somewhere. He is more. He is a ball-playing midfielder. He's more than capable to step in and take the ball forward. And the few times he did it yesterday, we saw far more success than the long ball. The long ball is pissing me off. It doesn't work. It needs to stop. Yeah. It needs to stop. I'm sick to death of long ball football. It is yeah. not how... If you're going to play long ball and you're going to implement this bullshit tactic, that's fine, but you've got a six-foot-four weapon on the fucking bench. Mm -hmm. Start him. If you're going to play yeah. this kind of game, that's fine. But Lukas Djukovic is built for that. Yeah, yeah. literally. Completely agree yeah. with both what you said there. I just don't see the idea where this has come to being like... It, it's it's happened in two occasions where I can remember, like Boja last season and Klotet in his season, where we, we were playing some nice football, we were playing some decent football at times. And then for some strange reason, we end up playing long ball, kick and chase football all of a sudden. It's like, where does all this come from? I mean, we were playing they're, decent they're, football. I know. There's sometimes the. I mean, I'm, I'm no tactical football expert, right? But sometimes there is a correct time to play a long ball. Sometimes there isn't, right? And sometimes a long ball will pay off. But more often than not, it doesn't. And we don't seem to know when to play a long ball and when to play it short. Because yeah. it just seems like I'll go to every time. Every time either Sanderson, Trusty or Long pick up that ball, it's hoofed up to the striker or hoofed wide to the wingers. And I'd say, realistically, 80% of the time it doesn't work. I'd say about one in five times a Blues player will head it on and will win it and keep possession. Most of the time, we won't. And even when we do win it, we tend to give it away a second later from another long ball played out wide to the other wing. It's just, it doesn't work. It mm. does not work. Maybury, Kedra, Chong, all more than capable of picking the ball up from deep and taking it forward for us. Yeah. Completely. And that's why we won games earlier this season, playing that type of football. Yeah, it's it's such a shame things have changed. Well, I, I mean, I said it a few times pre-World Cup, enjoy it because football changes very quickly. And that's mm. not to say it could change very quickly again. We could get one or two players before the end of the window on loan or as permanents, whatever, that just change this team like happened in the summer. So, But at the moment, it's a rocky patch. Hopefully we can just get through it and, and start picking up results again. We'll have a quick talk about Blackburn before talking about the uh, protests, um, which were a big uh, something that happened yesterday. Um, thoughts on the game? Do, are we confident we're going to win? I think we need to. I think we need some kind of fucking momentum at the minute. Um, you know, Blackburn actually drew a game as well, so that'll be fun. Uh, you know, finally got one. Finally got only one point in the game for once. Uh, <laughs> start, do it. Just start. People give people a run, and if you're going to go. I mean, so I'm going to start. No, it's breaking up again. Oh, Jamie, no. It's oh no, it's returned. <laughs> I don't know how it does it. I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sound like an idiot for what I'm about to say. 
if you're not going to play four four two, try a four three three or something. We seem to need we need three centre mids in that team because we're not the greatest of footballing teams. We need three centre mids, and I know that means you lose you lose either Deeney or you lose Hogan out of that eleven. But at the minute, you just have to try and pick up results. Hogan hasn't looked match fit since he's come back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd I give him a rest this weekend. I'm I'm a big believer in, and I said this to my dad yesterday. If things are working, keep them the same. If they're not working, change it up. Four four two didn't work yesterday. Three five two isn't working. Try four three three. It's worth it because if you try the same thing over and over again, you're just going to get the same results over and over again, aren't you? So mix it up, yeah. Four 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 three three. Why not? There's a Deploy good mix as well. Yeah, there's a good mix as well of midfielders and wide options then as well because you've got four wide players, uh, fullbacks and wingers. And you've also got three midfielders that uh, two can sit or one can sit and two can attack and one can attack. And as well, you've got Djukovic up top who's scored two goals in two games. You know, he's looking pretty decent. You've got two wide options potentially in Chung and Kadra. You could even move Makuna into a a wider position at times. You can drop him back into midfield. That's why 4-3-3 has been so widely uh, accepted as being like the best formation in the world. It's like... I mean, I'm not comparing the comp- I'm not comparing the two, but like 2011 Barca is the reason why they were so good is because oh, playing that four three three. That's a comparison that is blues. It was I'm not comparing. <laughs> I'm not comparing the ability, not at all. I'm saying the fact that four three three is a very good formation to use. It's very solid formation to use. Yeah, and I, and how yeah. powerful does a four three three at Birmingham City sound? Do you know what I mean? In terms of John Ruddy in goal, Maxine Sanderson, Trusty. Longello slash friend, yeah. and then you've got Bielik at CDM, yeah. Hannibal and Bakuna in the center of the park. Obviously, Hannibal will do a bit more of the dogged work. Bakuna then has got that freedom to fuck about on the ball like he loves to. Chong, Kedra, Jukovic. That is a Sounds good 11. Great team. You've got them two running off Yuke or get close to Yuke when the goal kick's taken. You've got two pacey lads either side of him. You're on for a win. And not 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 to bring Longolo back into the uh, talking point again, but I think he's great. I'd love to see Longolo left wing, George Friend left back. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'd love to see it. I think Longolo is a great football. I've said it so many times. I think he's a great footballer going forward. I think he's brilliant. Because as well, you can adapt that into a four-two-three-one. Then, so rather yeah. than playing Longolo right up front, you have him coming back a bit as well, yeah. playing in that midfield five. So there is potential for that as well. Justice for Longolo. That's what I say. <laughs> Deserves to be in that Blues team, no doubt. <laughs> the problem is um, we need a Blues player who can cross a fucking football as well. That's the other issue we don't seem to be able to do. Bakuna twice yesterday. He took the first corner, hit the first man. Second corner, oh, first know. man. Oh, like, come on. Even I, I, I can fucking cross the ball. Honestly, I don't know how professional footballers can't take a corner. It's a static <laughs> ball and it's what no more than a 20-yard 20 20-yard 20 pass. Most of them, 8 out of 10 times, a corner should be going where you're aiming for it. The fact that corners just don't... It's when they don't go past the front post and you're like, oh, man, how has that happened? But... Or it's when someone just kicks it out for a goal kick and you're like, really? Oh, I know. Right. I, know. I mean, if I see that down at Blues, I'm losing my head. I'm losing <laughs> my head, honestly. Well, back... Didn't Backer do it near enough at Bristol City away last week? He did a corner and it fucking... It was like he was either going for goal and it just spooned completely out over the other side of the post. I was like... Oh. Yeah, it might have done actually. I do feel like I remember that now. Yeah, not great. <sighs> the form needs to pick up quickly because um, where are we in the table now? 20th? Um, with oh, a teams, I'm too scared. I'm too with scared a couple of teams below us with games in hands. We're, ho- mm. we're home, boys. That's where we are. 
I'm too scared. Don't say that, man. I'm I'm genuinely too scared. I think we're we're on 32 points. I know that much. I don't know where. I know know we're not in the bottom three because people would have mentioned it, but I don't want to look. We are 19th. I'm too scared to check. 19th. Rotherham, Cardiff, Huddersfield, Blackpool, and we're going to blow us. The issue we've got is we've got West Brom coming up after this in the league, haven't we? Got a tough few games coming up as well, and we've got Cardiff coming up. I think Valentine's Day that feels like a fucking relegation six pointer. It is, yeah, it is. Already. It is 100%. We've got Huddersfield to come up too. Cardiff are an absolute <laughs> mess at the moment. I feel awful because think... their owners are just as bad as ours, but oh, it's yeah, we've still got to buy all of those, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, the only, the thing that worries me this year is in the last few seasons, we've had probably a team with a points deduction or we've had like an out, you know, a team that's just almost destined for relegation at the start, like Wickham or like Derby last season who had the points deduction, Reading had a points deduction as well. This mm. year, it's all quite tight. No teams have had a points deduction. There's no standout shocking team. Because yes. like you said, Jamie, I thought Wigan looked good against us. Um, Blackpool we lost again. to Rotherham as well. Drew to them, lost to Rotherham. So there's no we got shit on by Rotherham. Yeah, we, we did. We did just lose. We got we got absolutely dick slapped for ninety minutes against Rotherham. Mm. Let's be honest. They look very good, Rotherham. That's that they had Paul Warren at the time, though, didn't they? Hmm, think so. Manager. Yeah. So I, I, he's obviously Derby now. So they, and they've declined since Paul Warren's gone, but. Yeah, it's just depressing talking about blues, being involved with blue. Everything about it is just sad at the moment, isn't it? I saw you used to say you can't sign and let I saw you used to say something about can't buy and let sell. What? In press what? conference, apparently, basically hinted towards he won't be able to buy anyone unless he sells first. Oh, I see, yeah. No, I'm with you now. Yeah. I thought you said he um, can't buy LaSalle. I was like, who the hell's LaSalle? Is this a player I haven't heard of? Newcastle defender, okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fucking bring him in. Yeah. Uh, why not? Why not? Yeah, I have, okay. I have been reading Neil's Etheridge is going, apparently Huddersfield. Stoke yeah, maybe are interested now as well. And Stoke have been mm. looking for a goalkeeper for ages. And I said to Stoke, mate, why haven't you got Etheridge? He's just sitting on our bench gathering dust and, and now they might be. So, um... It was literally last podcast we were talking about that, wasn't it? Mm. No, yeah. I mean, surely he's got value as well. After that triple save he pulled up against Forest Green, all that stuff has increased his fucking value as well. It's probably why clubs yeah. are interested now. They remembered, oh yeah, Neil Lethridge, and they, they they remember him in the Premier League and what he's doing, what he did uh, on Tuesday. So yeah, he, he deserves a move, and I wish him all the One best. One of our big earners as well. Open mm. some wages. Definitely yeah. does, yeah. 100%, that's the thing. And I don't know... Um, not to do my usual steering the conversation on, but um, what do you think about, um, obviously the club are giving 500 coach travel to Blackburn, and I've seen a lot of backlash that not all fans are getting it. Mm, it's one it's one bullet in the foot to the other, isn't it, really, with the club? Because how, how did it go? Did they offer like free coach travel through Boyle Sports? Is that how yeah, it first so came they, they the very first tweet about it, I can't remember, but the first one I saw saying they were giving 500 seats away or something like that. Um, I'll try to get it up now. But um, I've seen a lot of people complain about um, it not being everyone. So we've been given an allocation of 7,000, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And um, I thought to myself, oh, you, they, the club can't possibly afford everyone. Because if you think about it, I don't know how much a coach is because I've never had it, but what, 30 quid maybe? 20, 30 quid? Mm. Times that by seven thousand. You're looking at about two hundred thousand pounds. 
That's a week's Added wages to the 175 million for the players. Million pounds this is the thing. The amount of comments I saw of people saying, well, why isn't it all fans? Well, you've got to think about it. The club is a business. We want financial stability and we want to be able to, you know, thrive for, for, for the next 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. The club spending £200,000, spending all 7,000 fans to Blackburn, it's just not possible. That's a week's wages for players. Like... We, we want they... to be a stable club and fans want that. It can't happen. It just can't no, but happen. Didn't... That's what I thought. They put the tweet out saying that we will pay for that trouble. That's what I thought. That's the... I thought that's what the outrage was about. I'm having a look now. Um, so I, I want to know the very first tweet because if they initially promised all away fans, then changed it to 500, that's not good. But I'm I don't pretty think sh- it might I, have I been think... something like that, yeah. Do you think? I think so, yeah. See, that's bad then. If they're promising all away fans, then change it to 500. That is bad. But if it was, uh, we're giving away 500 and then they stuck with 500, that's more than fair. I, I, I think it's a good gesture from the club anyway. They needed a bit of positive PR after the Forest Green incident, saying fans would have to pay for the coach travel despite having already used the journey. So I, I think just, it's quite I just a good think thing we don't, done. We don't seem to do PR in the best way at Birmingham City Football Club. Don't get me wrong, I'm just I'm pissing in the wind with this one, but if you were going to do something tactically like that, that's fine. Why don't you just give all the, you know, I'm guessing the coaches in terms of the disabled fans, give them free travel. Do something mm. like that, which would be really good. Do you know what I, I mean? They, like, I think they don't use give a select. Blues, though. I think that's what they do. Oh, okay. they're, they're, good. they're a good travel company. They're, they're, um, they're good for those people. Um, I don't, I don't know, it's just one cock up after the other because they said that they weren't going to refund people's tickets in the um, Forest Green travel, wasn't it? Or something along those lines. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it was. It was. They they said use the excuse of you use the journey. That's so it. Yeah, you have to, to buy it again. That's it. Yeah, you have to buy it again. What a yeah. fucking joke. That, that is ridiculous cool. because yeah. it wasn't a whole load of fans. We were given an allocation of what eleven hundred. So that wouldn't have been a load. That wouldn't have been a huge financial dent. I think sending seven thousand fans to Blackburn is a huge cost at the club. I see why mm. they're not doing it. I think it's a great gesture, even sending 500, because that's, you know, that's still a lot of money for what is a small, uh, financially struggling club. But, yeah, um, yeah that, that, that was bad. Before. <laughs> yeah. That was very bad. And the backlash, they deserved it, and at least they rectified it. So, Well, that kind yeah, of um, segues us nicely onto talking about the protests. Um, I was there filming it yesterday. Um did you join in, Zach, or did you just watch from afar? No, I, I was, um, maybe I should have done, um, and full respect to those who did join in and, and made their voices heard, because I 100% think it's needed, um, but I was, no, I, I was poor for me, I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I can completely understand why some people might not want to join into the process, like if you've got an elderly relative or someone you're taking care of, or if you've got children, for example, then of course you don't want to join in for this, um... I just feel like though it's um there's a, there's a lot of division on this at the moment isn't there through Twitter and social media um mm. which is it's, it's difficult to try and sort of find a good route that everybody's going to be interested in because obviously protesting is a very it's a very intimidating thing isn't it and for me personally you know I'm not the most extroverted person I don't get thrills by those sort of things I'm quite quiet and reserved so standing in that crowd it can be quite scary sometimes but I know what I've I care about so I, I will stand in that crowd and I will have a moan at the owners and um, people who sat in the boxes um, I saw one of the people who were in charge I don't know what, what their name was but somebody got a better angle of it of me um, some guy goes up to him and starts having a shout at him and he pretty much just gets up and leaves immediately so there was 
you know, just there's they 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 just didn't want to be a part of it, which I don't know. I mean, it's it's a bit of an interesting thing to really think about, really. But yeah, I I thought it was um, it was definitely I don't know. It grabbed it grabbed the Blues' attention, that's for sure. Um, but we if we're going to get these owners out, then we need more media attraction in that way. We need people like Sky to come and talk to us about it because one thing I've noticed actually when Scunthorpe um, did their pitch invasion. And I'm not. I'm not exactly saying that we should do the exact same. But as soon as it did happen, the whole media team were just on it immediately. Sky and BT and BBC were all just immediately reporting on it. So there's definitely something that needs to happen like that for us as well. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. I think um, big respect to the Blues fans that did it yesterday because um, you know it didn't it didn't you know no one was hurt and it didn't interrupt or disrupt the game. We got the message out. Um, it got published, but I, I, I saw a few articles on it. Um, hopefully it gets the message across to the right people, because obviously like the main guys from BSHL aren't at the game, but they'll hear about it and know it's happened. Um, yeah, no, I think protesting is a great way for voices to be heard. Um, and I, uh, you know, I know there's one against West Brom in March um, and everything going through the... The city, I, 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 I think it's good. I think um, if we just sit there, change isn't going to happen. So as fans, something needs to be done. Um, like you said, Tommy, I'm not the most extroverted person either. Um, but to the people who do do it, yeah, big, big respect because hopefully you'll bring change to our football club. Uh, mostly my brother, really, just shouting you twat to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Jamie? What's your opinions on it all? I think, yeah. Protest before it's too fucking late. <laughs> it's gone Fuck breaking. Gee, you can't get a word in sideways today, mate, without the mic fucking up. <laughs> Hello. There Hello. What button do you Hello. click out of interest to cause it to stop fucking up? I just literally click echo cancellation. I keep I turn it on and then I turn it off. Oh, and it goes, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um I think we have to protest before it's too fucking late. That's a good If we point. don't want to go down, I mean if we go down, unfortunately, I was very pro. You know, if it goes down and gets the owners gone, that's fine. But they might be spoilers enough just to fucking sit with this now and go, well, we're not losing as much money now. We've gone down. We can just suck the club drive everything then. Fuck off. Yeah. You know, well, it's... And I think you're right. The quicker Sky get involved, the quicker the media get... The quicker the EFL do a fucking job as well and actually look into mm. the bullshit they gave us would be really helpful. Yeah, because that's an interesting point you raised there because it's all, when protests, a lot of people get that buzzword in their head now and they immediately think of banners getting in people's faces and having a shout. That's not what protesting is. Protesting is where you test, well, not to break down the word particularly, but, you know, to try and challenge the people who are in charge of these things. And you don't have to protest in the way that it's most uh, well known at the Blues. You can go down the legal route and try and get the EFL to force them out of the club you know, by doing it properly and like, but I know fans upon fans have fucking emailed the EFL. I'm aware of that. I know of yeah, hundreds of fans that have emailed ways. You can definitely challenge it in different ways. Like you can have, I know that there's a few people trying to get their members of parliament to ring it up and try and get like different yeah. things going in that way. You know, th there is different ways of doing this. You can have like a more, I don't know, maybe more introverted way of doing it. I don't know. That's not the right word, but you know, it's something that has more like, I can't think of what I'm trying to say. I, 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 don't I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say a less destructive way, almost, of doing things, or like you don't. Want, we don't want violence, is what we're basically saying. Is we want to do it in a way where it's calm without it kicking yeah. off. 
So, oh, so what do you think about r- r- like running onto the pitch? Do you think that's a right good way to protest or not? Because for me personally, if, I don't if, think that's the best way to do it. If you want to get fined and lose more money, exactly potential fines, potential point deductions, games yeah. behind closed doors. And I know people argue games behind closed doors is is good because it's not bringing revenue into the club and to the owners. But it's sad to see your club sinking and a club needs money to survive. And it, it questions of where that money goes. You, you know, it's a, a massive minefield. There's no right or wrong answer. Mm. Um, people, um, Blues fans need to come together, think of the best ways to do it, the best way to get the message across, because that's what it's about. It's not being destructive. It's not all this and that. It's getting the message to the people who need to hear the message. Yeah. Um, and hopefully some good action can be taken from it. But as I said, I thought the protests were really good yesterday because, you know, it still creates creates articles, creates media attention. It's done in the right way. Game continue, etc., etc., etc. But yeah, going forward, mm-hmm. we need to find the right ways to do it. Um, to hopefully kick them out of the club. Yeah, because I'm I, I'm pretty sure like I've never come across a Blues fan who doesn't want the board out in the owners out. You know. <laughs> yeah, no one's going. Oh, They're great. What are you on about? Lovely blokes. I mean, I've that, never that is the perfect, that. isn't it? That is our perfect scenario as Birmingham fans, isn't it? We just you know we don't need this EFL bullshit. Just fucking sell. Just go, mm. and everyone's happy if they go. Just go, whatever. Like that, but in an ideal world, that happens, and everyone's playing silent, mate. But it ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen, and it's never going to happen. Really? What BSHL I don't think they, I don't think, for the rest? I don't of our think lives. these are just going to happily walk out. No. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not we are going to. Have to it's going to be a long run. Let's face it. Yeah. Until we. Really this is going to be a while, boys. Mm. It is still going to be a lot of a struggle. This is the thing. Like, if we stay in the championship we can survive by the skin of our teeth. If we get relegated this season, which is still a massive possibility, don't get me wrong, we can, we've can. we hit the bad run of form early this season as well because we usually get it towards the end of the season and particularly in the last few seasons as well, like we considered the Clatet season in um, lockdown. That was a couple of games towards the end. We just couldn't buy a win as well as um, the Bowyer season as well. Like just you couldn't buy a win towards the end of the season. This is January. We haven't won in five games. So what we're going to do for these next few games, the players keep on getting injured, players haven't got the right fitness levels, they can't seem to pull a win anywhere. It's going to get tight, it is. And with the division being as tight as it is, like how many points off the bottom are we? The bottom three? Six, six, I think. Six points? So two defeats, we could be in the bottom three? Yeah. That's, I think, that's scary, that yeah, is, you know. It is. We're, that's, we need to start winning. Yeah. We're in, we're in for a very, very long rest of the season. I mean, this, this is going to sound... This is going to sound daft, but we need to not even win. Just stop the fucking rut at the minute. Yeah, just get yeah, right. a point. Like anything at the minute, like five defeats on the spin. Let's be honest, yeah. if we walked away with Preston yesterday and equalising last kick of the game, we would have been buzzing going, you know what, fuck me. It's a yeah, point. we needed that. Yeah. yeah, zero points of a possible 15 is horrific. <laughs> and this is why I'm saying as bad as the owners are, yes, they are destroying the club. Eustace and the players do have to take responsibility because yeah. zero from 15 points isn't good enough. They'll know that. They know it's not good enough. Um, and Eustace, re- Eustace really needs to um, try and pick <laughs> things up and get the players playing correctly. So I'm so sorry I stay Eustace. I don't know why I'm saying <laughs> Eustace. But... Malvern boys. Yeah. It's just that part but... of the country you're from, lad. <laughs> it is, mm. it is. But um, yeah, we just need to pick things up. Yeah. Uh, got a question actually from uh, the Twitter thing. I did Ooh. put one out. Uh, this guy from BSHL out, BSHL out, keep rhyme. I bet you he's for the owner staying in. Uh, says, might not be a popular idea, 
but what if we do an open letter to BSHL and the club, similar to what Everton fans and NSW... Oh, I can't see that. Did um, I don't know? Uh, you've yeah. gone crackly again. <laughs> I don't know whether you've um, whether you've seen that um, open letters to the Everton board and owners. It's quite interesting actually because they've got like this. I think it's this list of requirements that they want to have done in a certain mm. amount of time, and they've got loads of Everton fans to sign it, loads of Everton supporters groups and uh, celebrities as well. Um, it looks amazing. They've got fucking thousands of people signing it. And I'm sure, like, I'm absolutely certain that the large majority of Blues fans would sign that. I would sign it, you know, meet these requirements within these time and leave, you know, pretty much. And that's, they would sign that list. Everybody would do that, you know. I don't know yeah. how you'd do it, but there's nobody that's going to go, nah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. Everybody will sign that. Whether they're going to join in a march or a protest, that's a different thing. You know, it depends on what type of person you are and what type of and how desperately you want the owners out. I mean, I would, I'm desperately wanting the owners out because all I see at the moment is relegation and points deductions and the club just disintegrating before our eyes. And like you say, like both of you say, like if we get relegated this season or maybe even next season, like it's going to be disastrous for the club. You know, so. I want them out as quickly as possible and speed is a big thing in football. You know, you need that you need that intensity to suddenly just kick it off because the sooner they're out, it's the better. Everybody can agree on that as well. I'm sure like nobody's thinking, right, give this five months and then mm. we can possibly work on it from there. Yeah. No, it's gotta be now, agree. surely. We've yeah, gotta of try. Course. Of course. I think an open letter is a, it's a great question. It's a great way of doing things. Why not? It, it will a, will a letter really force these guys out of power? Who knows? But it's only a small thing, but small things build up. If there's been 10 protests done, five letters sent, you know, on its own, it doesn't seem much, but accumulatively, hopefully mm. it will start to get the message across and, and really how much we want them out. You mentioned, Tommy, you're worried about relegation. We've been worried about relegation for years. We've been worried about finances for years. This isn't a this season thing. It's been going on for far, 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 mm. far too long. And it's so unfair on the fans that turn up week in, week out, travel home and away, invest so much money. Do you know how expensive it is to travel home and away mm. with your football club? It's ridiculous. And I know, Tommy, you do it regularly. It's not cheap, is it? So these fans deserve so, so, so much better. And it's ridiculous that this is being allowed to happen. Heartbreaking and ridiculous. So an open letter, protests, do whatever to get these guys out. There's also stuff you can have like boycotts as well. I heard one person, I don't know where this is from, um, was suggesting like a media blackout. So you would have, the, the idea would be you'd have BSHL out in your profile and banner on Twitter and just spam BSHL out on the hashtag. As well as um, you'd also have uh, like anything that the club, uh, the club's Twitter profile would put out. Nobody would interact with it at all. No likes, no comments, no nothing. Just immediate, just nothing. Just that's one of the suggestions I heard from um, somebody on Facebook, probably. Well, the, <laughs> the issue you got with that is that that won't be able to work because you've got half of Tunisia literally jumping on anything via Hannibal. So mm. it was, it was sadly never worked. That I think I think there's a few reasons that wouldn't work. I think firstly, not everyone would do it, and it's true. If you told everyone to not come to the game against West Brom, you'd get a handful of people do it, but you wouldn't get the whole yeah. stadium do it. This is the trouble. I don't think. And I think online it doesn't quite have the same impact, I think, because you're behind a screen and you can't really... I don't think you can capture the motions as well. Imagine a load of messages, you know, they'll read them all. It doesn't really mean much, but having 10,000 people marching the streets of Birmingham, it just feels like a 
greater impact being able to visually see people and their anger and emotions mm. compared to just a message on a screen. So yeah, I, again, social media is a, a decent way of doing it, but I think there's better. Um, but again, like I said, anything's worth a go just to just to hope, help this club move forward. All very interesting, boys. Any final things to say before we wrap this up? Fuck BSHL. Yeah, we can all agree on that. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, there's not a lot to say. I think I think we've covered pretty much everything. Just yeah, just yeah. stick stick with it, Blues fans. It, the only way is up. <laughs> My dad keeps saying that to me. You know, it's pissing me off now. You know, he just says things can things can only get better. I'm like, no, they, they, they really no. can get worse. No, no. <laughs> Blues will find a way. Five nil against Baggies. Oh God. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. This has been the Blues Focus podcast. Um, I've been joined by Jamie and Zach. Thank you guys for joining me as usual. Um, we will be back after the Blackburn game uh, to review the, uh, hopefully, a win in the FA Cup. Um, we're into the fifth round if we do win that game, actually. So that'll be a, a little bit of a celebratory um, celebration to have. Celebratory? Why the hell did I say that, honestly? Mm-hmm. I'm terrible at outros. Um, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Um, be sure to like and subscribe and also get your thoughts as well down in the comments. It's a big... Um, I'm very interested to hear what people's opinions are, actually. I'm more than happy to discuss. I'm more than happy to debate and argue a couple of things as well. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, we all want the same things, like we just said. We all want BSHL outs. We don't want these in the club anymore. We want to be playing well. We all want to be supporting the club positively again. And, you know, there's, that was hard yesterday because it was difficult to watch the game. It was also difficult to protest as well because it's not what you want to be doing realistically. So, yeah. Um, thank you guys for watching. Like I said, be sure to like and subscribe. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also follow us on Spotify and listen to it on there. Also through the Sports Social Network and on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you guys for listening and keep right on. Keep right on. Keep right on. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share box ready to go, your mates are already booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.